Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Olivia Clifford, good morning and welcome to The Opinion Line. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. Tell me about Charlie and tell me about Make-A-Wish. Well, um, Charlie's my youngest son and they're the first week of the Easter holidays. Um, Charlie's wish came true for Make-A-Wish. Um, I suppose... Um, well, I start at the start of the Do, process, I suppose, probably PJ. The, pro- probably yeah. the best. Probably the best place. <laughs> probably the best. So, basically, um, Charlie, when he was born, he had um, hemorrhoid hypertrophy, which means his left leg was bigger than his right, and it was a different shape and things like that. Okay. And one of the um, things connected to hemorrhoid hypertrophy is um, kidney cancer. So, as he was growing up, and they were keeping an eye on his kidney, and then when he was 13 months, they discovered, yeah, he has cancer, yeah. So um, you can imagine we were entered into this whirlwind of craziness. And one of the doctors said to me, goes, do you know Charlie would be a candidate for Make-A-Wish? And I was kind of, PJ, I suppose I was taken back at the time because um, I suppose as a family we're kind of in denial how sick Charlie was. And I was yeah. like, oh, God, he's not sick enough for that. Um, and I kind of put it on the back burner and didn't think of it anymore. So um, Charlie got the kidney removed and he had chemotherapy for a year and everything was going great. And he was um, starting preschool and, you know, um, you know things were moving Chemotherapy on. when you're three, Olivia, that must be some... Well, okay. yeah. Well, he started it at 13 months, PJ. Um, and I can honestly say um, if there's a good time to get cancer... 13 months isn't a bad time, PJ, because he was a strong, like he wasn't a baby baby. He was big and strong. Okay. Um, I, but yet he didn't know, like he didn't know when we were hopping in the car that he was going up to Dublin for, you know, loads of tests. He didn't know that we were heading into the Mercy Hospital for loads of tests. He just went with the flow. Do you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and he got over that and everything was going fine. And then christmas 2019 he became very very ill and we couldn't figure out what was going on and we were told he had the flu but he had already the flu vaccine and then he seemed to get the flu again and um i suppose we're kind of limited in medications you can use in charlie because he only had the one kidney um so we were inside in cuh and they were doing all these tests and i was doing the day shift let's say my husband seamus was staying with charlie during the night um I suppose one thing we'd always promised, even when Charlie was first diagnosed with the cancer when he was a baby, that with three other girls, we'd keep the home fires burning as smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. We didn't want this to take over the whole our whole lives, let's say. Yeah. So um, I was heading into CUH for the, the day shift and um, I went in and Seamus had Charlie's stuff all packed up and I was like, delighted. I was going, great, PJ, he's coming home. Mm-hmm. And Charlie, uh, Seamus goes, no, he has to be taken to Crumlin. His heart's in a bad way. And I said, all right, okay, we'll go in your car and I'll get the neighbour to pick up my car. And he goes, no. He says, it's too risky. They're taking him by ambulance. Mm. 
So that kind of took us all back. He had four aneurysms on the heart. And um, as Seamus was going up in the ambulance with Charlie and I was going up in the car, I said, I was just kind of thinking away to myself. And I said, you know what? He deserves a wish. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, he deserves it. Who might say he's not sick enough for a wish? He deserves it. He's been through a lot. So um, uh, make a wish that got on to me. Now, it's not just a quick process. They um, did so many Zoom calls with Charlie and played games with him to find out what he really wanted for his wish. And I suppose it came as no surprise when Charlie said he wanted to be a farmer. Oh. Um, now, yeah. Now, his sisters were a bit... Um, disappointed with that they were like we could go to Tata Park we could go here we could go there but no I mean Charlie's second why why does he want to be a farmer I don't know now we live in the country we don't live in a farm but there's a farm down the road and he's always like Charlie's second word first word was dada and the second word was tratra and that meant tractor and anywhere we went if he saw a tractor he was absolutely delighted so um, during all this process when they were talking to us they also the the team from Make-A-Wish um, found out that Charlie loves Marty Moan. He's a singer. He sings Hit the Diff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So when we turned up for Charlie's Wish, they had a um, big signed photo from Marty Moan and a Marty Moan T-shirt and discs and all. Sure, he was in his element. He just like, he was over the moon. Yeah. So our first stop to the farm was to Palace Kenry. It's an agricultural college just outside Limerick. Yes, and we met with two boys there, Aidan and Colm, and they basically spent the whole day just following Charlie around, left Charlie do whatever he wanted to do, showed him I don't know how many tractors. We saw sheep, we saw cattle, um, he got to go on a combine harvester. Wow. Just he was smiling from start to finish, and we were smiling too because the two boys just left us do whatever you want. They answered all our silly questions. Um, like the ladies in the canteen had Easter eggs for everyone. You know, it was well, just... You can't put a price on that, can you? No, no. They thought of everything. Absolutely everything. They had a John Deere hat for him and all. And at the end of the day, they presented him with a certificate to say that he had his first part of his farming training done. And uh, that takes pride and place up in his bedroom. Oh, and he was... Uh, like it's just I suppose PJ it's like it's thought really they they make a wish they look at every angle of it you know and like they talked to Charlie so much and they talked to me and Seamus and they as a whole family as well they talked to the girls and things like that like they included them as well Um, and then from there we moved up to Sligo to John Norman Lee a man up there it's like um, Tubbercurry, he had a farm up there, a working farm that you can go and stay on. Yeah. And um, like it was a long drive now from Limerick up there, and Charlie was getting tired and all. And next thing, when we got close to the house, there were signs up Cork, and then it was like a sign, Welcome, oh. Charlie. Wow. You know, and it was all this and balloons along the road. It was just magical. And he went in, and um, like John and his wife Maria and their daughter Cho, like they just like accepted us part of their family. Basically, yeah. they were going out showing us the chickens. They were showing us the geese, and they got us to feed everything. It was just so magical, PJ. They pulled out all the stops. 
They did, they did. And then we were sitting and having our lunch and um, next thing there was big noise outside and I was like, what's going on? And we went out and um, neighbours of John had come up, um, Derek was his name, and Bernie. Bernie, sorry, Bernie was his name, big, massive tractors with um, a muck spreader on the back of it and Charlie just... Oh, delighted. Absolutely. The excitement. And out she went. And like, um, they left Charlie up in the cab and drive around, let's say with someone with him, obviously, like, but Charlie thought he was driving on his own and just like PJ, every now and then Charlie goes quiet here. And next thing you hear, do you remember when I got to do, do you remember when we did this, Ah, you know, all about his wish? Like, they're just so good. Fabulous. How is he these days? He's good. He's good. Now, as we're saying, like he had a rough, I suppose, first of all, with the hemihypertrophy, that was quite rough. And that was a big shock. And particularly when he was first born, because we had no idea and nobody knew what it meant. or We didn't even know if he would walk. Um, And he did. And he's had like, you know, the way some parents count operations. I've never counted how many operations Charlie's had because I just don't want to think about it. Um, And he's doing very it does it does it does now he is just after getting he had an external frame on his leg so he had 14 pins going through his leg there for the last six months and he got that off just before his wish which was brilliant because otherwise he wouldn't have been able to get into the tractors and stuff like that um has he paid like he's gonna he would have had a lot of pain when he was on the chemotherapy he would have had a lot of pain and it was very hard to keep on track of it when he was younger but um, I suppose, PJ, we're kind of lucky here in Cork that um, the Mercy Hospital have two call-out yes. oncology nurses. Yes, yeah, the Poons, Poons nurses, they called them, I think. That's it. They were like, um, it was Peg and Olga, like they were just fantastic. They'd come out and um, it means they didn't have to drag him into hospital every time he needed his blood done or things like yeah. that. Um, and like, I suppose with the chemotherapy, an awful lot of pain would be... It, joint pain and bone pain and mm. um, so that was fairly hard to keep under control um, but like at the moment now he's gone off to school today he has a, a splint on his leg he's covered in bruises because he's just going so fast because he's so happy to be out of the wheelchair um, and yeah, that's it and I suppose he's on a lot of blood thinners as well for the heart so he just bruises all over but it doesn't right. stop him it he keeps on going he's a, he's he's a, gutsy, he's a gutsy little lad he's a gutsy yeah, little lad yeah yeah keeps this, this, on this just going Oh, <laughs> I just couldn't resist it because you asked me, did I know the song? Yeah, his favourite one, his favourite one. Absolutely How loves it. How the heck did he get to hear about Marty Moan and hit the diff? I don't know. I think it was at some stage inside in one of the hospitals that someone of the doctors or nurses, because they knew he was obsessed with tractors and stuff like that. And I think they played it for him on his phone. Actually, I think one of the nurses played it for him on his phone, trying to distract him when he was, something was being done and just fell in love with it. It's the daftest little song ever. I was at a, a, a disc, uh, playing at a wedding one night and a couple of lads asked for it. And she was mad. It's mad. Listen, I wish you yeah. well and the whole family well, but particularly young Charlie well with the few. Thank you very you know, much. Olivia, seeing as we're talking, as well, there's obviously Make-A-Wish, wonderful charity and deserves support. On, yeah. the, on the eve of the course, 96 of M, Giving for Living Radiothon, we've talked about Poons, and we talked about the Mercy, yes. and we talked about so yeah. many different elements of Radiothon. So you've yeah. even kicked that off for us in a small way. 
yeah 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 like the the nurses and them they were so good like just be able to come out so that i mean every time you go into hospital you're facing into like especially when he was neutropenic when his blood cells were so low you didn't want anyone you didn't want to go anywhere with him because infection you know um and to have the nurses to be able to come out here and do bloods to save you that going into the hospital for that one time um just was amazing it's amazing and it's a service that should be all over the country indeed absolutely listen good luck to everybody olivia and thanks very much and well done to make a wish and good on you charlie courts 96 fm hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style